Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Mike Tomlin Tuesday Press Conference Recap. This is Steel Curtain Editor Dave Schofield coming at you. Yes, we are back now into the swing of a regular week after the short week. Last week, it was wow, it was so much stuff packed into just a couple days last week to get to that Thursday game, and then it was just a relaxing weekend. The Steelers already had their victory, could just sit back relax as fans, take in some football. So what did the Steelers do? Well, I don't know, but we're right back into it now, back to the regular week. The Steelers did have a bonus practice yesterday, today off today, Tomlin Tuesday, then they're right back into it tomorrow. We'll get the uh, injury reports, all those kind of things like we're used to getting, and it's back to normal. So Mike Tomlin stepped to the podium just afternoon and said, good afternoon. And it says, like, it, the, the game seems like it was a long time ago now. Um, he says, short weeks are nice on the other side of them after a W. Boy, you are exactly right, Coach Tomlin, that uh, it's nice to have that extended time, when, especially when it's after a win. Uh, talked about how he liked that they had a better start offensively. They had actually talked about it during the week that if they won the toss, they were going to take the ball because they wanted to come out and set the tone offensively, and for the first time this season, they did. Uh, I, I know they had the one long touchdown in the first quarter this year, but uh, that was that was the only other first quarter touchdown that they've had offensively this year. So the Steelers uh, did what they needed to do. Now we'll, we won't talk about the next two drives after that, but uh, that was that was a big part of the game was coming out and starting the way they did. Um, he said about how their running game was big, um, and by their by the Steelers' running game coming up big. They were able to minimize the Titans running game because they were basically playing keep away from Derrick Henry. Coach Tomlin didn't say too much about the game because he jumped on into injuries and said about how Montrevious Adams has an ankle uh, that you know they'll, they'll they'll keep an eye on him this week. Report was he was still in a walking boot as of today, Tuesday. Wouldn't be shocked if he's going to be not participating early, and we'll see if he gets back into the mix at all. Um, of course, he said about how Cole Holgum was out for the season. And then he also mentioned Minka Fitzpatrick. He says he's improving. Uh, we'll see how things go this week, if he can get back in on the action when it comes to practice and things of that nature. So uh, for both of those players, I, I don't know that we'll see much of them early in the week, if we'll see them at all. Uh, that's what the injury reports are for. Coach Tomlin also said that it was great having Cam back. Um, he played more snaps than they wanted in the too, but luckily, you know, they had the extended time off. So when you think about it, that was probably a good thing to say, hey, let's let's go ahead and activate Cam. We got an open spot on the roster. They've only been having 52 guys. Let's get him back and let's get him out there for a few snaps. And then he'll have some extended time to rest before the next game. That that was actually a pretty good strategy. I, I thought that might have been the strategy when they brought him back when they did. I'm like, are they trying to get him some practices not to play? Um, the, the week before against uh, the Jaguars. I don't even want to remember that one. But to play against the Titans on Thursday, just play him a little bit, then he has that extended time off until Green Bay. I thought that was a possibility, um, but wasn't sure that they were doing it, that they just might have been getting him more practice. So it was great to see Captain Cam back on the field again. Coach Tomlin talked about Green Bay for a little bit, said about how you know they're coming off a of victory. Um, Aaron Jones was backing at full capacity and that he, he and Dylan, they're a good running back tandem. He, he mentioned the quarterback, you know, Jordan Love just saying, you know, they're, 
the other young guys on offense. And he mentioned Love and talked about some of his young eligibles and how their tight end got his first touchdown of the season last week. Didn't really go into anything about the quarterback play. Didn't really talk about that much at all, which I thought was interesting. His focus was more, he spent a lot more time talking about the running backs and then just kind of talked about, he mentioned the receivers by name and everything, but he didn't really specifically talk about the quarterback, which I don't know. I, I found that interesting. Then when he moved to the defense, he's like, they're fundamentally solid. They, they keep a lid on it. Talked about having injuries and also trading away uh, players in their secondary, but have still been able to keep a lid on things. He says that their front works well as a collective. He says they stunt a lot. They even stunt a lot on rundowns, which can sometimes create some splash plays um, based off of it. But sometimes if you catch him in the wrong in the wrong stunt at the right time, you could all he, this isn't Coach Tom saying this, this is me. If that's the thing with stunting on a run play, you can either blow it up or you could either leave a gaping hole. So uh, it kind of really depends on, on how you can pull those off. Um, then he also says that you know they have a dangerous return man. We like to win that part of the game. We got to make sure they're not winning that part of the game. Thought that was very interesting the way Coach Tomlin said that. And then he was ready for questions. Got the questions pretty early on this one, as we also did within this podcast. So we're going to go ahead, take our break now so we can roll through these questions. We'll be right back after these messages. All right, Steelers fans, let's get rolling on with this Tomlin Tuesday as the Steelers are preparing to face the Green Bay Packers in Pittsburgh this Sunday, 1 o'clock, when God intended NFL football to be played. Here we go. My goodness. If you're if you're one of those people that read my players mentioned article that I do, be ready for this one. I I have right now. I mean, it took up a whole page just listing the names of everything he was talking about because some players he talked about multiple things. My goodness, there's going to be one of them that he talked about six different people in one in one quote. Uh, I have that it's going to be like 20 some players. It, it's going to be insane. But it's a lot of the talk that that uh, people wanted to hear after the mini buy. So started off with Broderick Jones, because for those of you that might not have known, before the press conference, about, oh, usually around 15 minutes or so before the press conference is when the Steelers released their, their media guide for the week to the Steelers media, which then has the depth chart and changes to the depth chart. So all Joey Porter Jr. is the starting corner, which it should have also showed Broderick Jones as the first name at right tackle. And some reporters were running with it, and they missed they, they missed a crucial conjunction that there was an or with Broderick Jones or Duke Scorpor. So you you know you got to pay attention to that. But uh, that was addressed here a little bit. Was asked about Jones, uh, what he did there, and Coach Thomas said um, said he did some good things at right tackle, especially on a shorter week, um, and he it's worthy of an extended look. Okay, I think that is the line that tells you as much of it as anything. Worthy of an extended look. We'll get some more of these things as we go. Um, let's see. Uh, about um, about having Jones at right tackle versus Moore, you know, that, oh, well, why, you know, that, that Jones is the guy learning two positions. And Coach Tom says uh, sometimes the younger guy is the guy that's got to, be able to to do more things because of being available to get on the field, things of that nature. So that was how we answered that question. I didn't hit every question this time because some of them were so fast with short answers. I'm like, yeah, let's hit the let's hit the better stuff. So what uh, was asked about Joey Porter Jr. Um, 
you know, with with him, how it was different with him getting on the field some um, earlier in his rookie year. And, you know, based on the position you play, there's more opportunities to get him on the field. You know, you don't switch out offensive linemen during the game, you know, unless you're bringing an extra guy in the jumbo package. But uh, when it comes to secondary, you can rotate some of those guys in, especially in sub packages. Porter's done the job. We'll hear more about him later. Was asked about the run game um, su- success, um, and Coach Tomlin says, you know, it's a product of routine work, was his answer to that about them being more successful. Um, then he was brought up where Isaac Samalu and, and made a, a comment of, uh, you know, you got an extended look at what worked well in the run game because it was the mini buy. And Coach Tomlin was asked about that, and he said that the additional time didn't really change much of how they looked at it. Um, they did what they normally did. He didn't really talk about some of the points that was that uh, Sayomalu had talked about in, in his response. It was even asked of Tomlin. He just simply didn't uh, address that part of the question. So once again, Tim Benz, who I know from where you've mentioned it on your podcast before, uh, sometimes Coach Tomlin only answers the part of the questions that he wants to say. So it, it happened to you again there. Um, was asked about Joey Porter following DeAndre Hopkins. You know, having faith in, in such a young guy just getting onto the field um, in a starting role to, to do that. Um, Coach Tomlin said a couple things about it. He says, first, you know, it's good for, for, for a, a young guy that wants to be up to that challenge. But also that worked out really well to do that this past week because he said that the Titans have a tendency to run the ball away from DeAndre Hopkins wherever he's lined up. And they have a tendency to run their screens away from DeAndre Hopkins, wherever he's lined up. So by having Porter follow Hopkins, it meant that he wasn't having to support in those types of plays as much. So that made it an advantageous thing to do, which was Coach Tomlin's way of saying, yeah, Joy Porter's not the best in run support and not the greatest tackler in those circumstances. So being able to follow their best receiver and keep him away from that, that really worked out. So uh, I think it's interesting that Coach Tomlin said that now because it's kind of a way of saying, yeah, they tip off things like that. They run those away from Hopkins. Um, who knows? Maybe he that was a way, way of sending a message to Coach Vrabel uh, <laughs> what he needs to do with stuff. I don't know. Uh, then he was asked about Matt Canada being on the sidelines. Coach Thomas says they're willing to do what's required. Um, um, that you know they're 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 really they're, they're ready to to willing to do whatever these kind of things these kind of turnover things uh, that Coach Tomlin mentioned um, in in order to 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 improve. Um, he said it did aid in the communication. Was asked if he would be on the sideline again this week. He said yes. And then the, this was funny. Was asked, well, you know, what what kind of other things of this turnover stuff are you could 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 you be looking to do? And, and Coach Tom was like, "Why would I mention that? Why would I? Why would I tell you that? Why would I answer that in this setting? You all know I want to keep things like that close to the vest. Think about that. I'm not gonna. No, no, I'm not gonna tell you that. Very good, Coach Tomlin. I like that answer. I was asked, you know, about um about what what uh how do I say it? What was Cole Holcomb doing well, and what's that going to mean having to replace him for the rest of the year? Uh, Coach Tomlin said he was playing well. 
what they were doing is they were rotating three guys in two linebacker spots. So that was a luxury that now they do not have that luxury. So that was a way of Coach Tomlin saying, you know, it's going to be, for the most part, Roberts and Alexander, which was funny because Roberts and Alexander were usually two guys that weren't necessarily on the field a ton together. From what I just remember seeing, that it was more rotating those in. Now it's just going to be the two of them. That, this is me saying this, not what Coach Tomlin was saying. Um, but I'd have to go back and actually ch- actually check the tape to know if that was really true. Um, it just felt that way, in my opinion, because it felt like Holcomb was out there all the time. But uh, then he was said about Mark Robinson. You know, he'll get into that rotation, but not like Holcomb. He's not going to be filling the Cole Holcomb role. That's just not what they're going to do. But you could see some more of Mark Robinson. Now, I had looked this up before. He's only played four defensive snaps through eight games. So maybe that's something they're working on doing, see how that'll work. Um, just going to have to tune in on Sunday to see what they're going to have to do with the inside linebacker. Uh, was asked if, um, you know, Keanu Neal coming down uh, from the safety position into that, posi- into that position could help at all. And, the, and Mike Tom says, you know, we've, we've used that already. We've kind of, we've kind of done that before. So um, that's not something that would be new to them. All right. Well, this was, this was a, uh, uh, Mike Pursuit asked this question. It was a Kenny Pickett question. It was kind of funny. And he said, you know, Coach Tomlin, Kenny Pickett struggles in the first quarter, has this quarterback rating in the first quarter. What can you do to prove that? And he's like, man, why are you asking that? He's like, what's his, what's his rating in the fourth quarter? And Pursuit, Pursuit shoots it right back to him, 108, 107. He's like, why don't you ask me that question? Why don't you ask me about what is it? And that's what Coach Tomlin went on to talk about, about Pickett in the fourth quarter coming through, blah, blah, blah. Yes, it's kind of acknowledging what we all know. You need to see more of fourth quarter Kenny in the first and second quarters, even sometimes even in the third quarter, you know, that that those are the kind of things. Rather than, than I guess what Coach Tomlin, the way he, he was pretty funny about this, was rather than shape it as the negative of what's, of what's not happening, why don't you look at the positive and try to spread the positive more into the negative? Which, by doing that, I think Coach Tomlin kind of answered the question that that's what they need to do. Uh, I was asked about, you know, Patrick Peterson playing some full-time safety, Darius Rush and his play on the field. Um, he says, Pat Peterson, you know, doing what he's been asked to do. And that Rush, you know, he's he's coming along. And Coach Tomlin did say that he really wished that he would have been able to pull out that INT um, there towards the end. But you know what? They got it from Alexander anyway eventually. So, But uh, that would have been good for Rush. All right, now let's go to George Pickens stuff. Um, they bring up his name first before they get into more of this, more of what you're doing. Just George Pickens out there in the game. He's like, hey, he's a guy. He dictates the two-on-one football, and when he does that kind of stuff, other people are going to have more opportunity. Of course, you're going to look to Deontay when they've got two people guarding Pickens. So then the real question that you knew the media was wanting to ask about the George Pickens frustrations. <coughs> Excuse me. And, they, and he says, he's like, does he express frustration? He's like, he expresses frustration all the time. He's like, I want guys who want the ball. So Coach Tom is like, yeah, he, he's he's frustrated when, you know, you're getting double teamed. It makes it harder to get you the ball. Yeah, that's going to be frustrating. That's what's going to happen. And, he's, and they asked about being able to coach him. He says, coaching him is like breathing. But then this whole situation, Coach Tomlin called it, it's a pebble in his shoe about dealing with the questions about George Pickens being frustrated. And he called out the media. He's like, you all were like reality TV going in and digging up stuff on social media in order to write a story. 
that's what Coach Tomlin said about the whole Instagram thing with George Pickett. So that, that's that's Coach Tomlin acknowledging that it's out there, and he's just kind of thinking that it's kind of ridiculous um, of of what they did. But you know, that's people doing their jobs. Yeah, I got to say that. But having, making Coach Tomlin worry about that is a whole different story. All right. Then there was a question about Troops of Core for right tackle and all that stuff, and how Chuk said. How you know there was still kind of a mystery of what exactly got him benched. Chooks of Corfor said it was something that he said and acting out at the end of the Jaguars game. So Coach Sean was asked about it and asked if that played into thing. If that was a factor of him of them going with Jones. And he said it was a significant factor. That's just all we answered. That was a significant factor. Um so that does answer a little bit more of that story. Was um asked about Keanu Benton and what he's showing. He's like growth every single week. He said, you know, he got kind of thrust into things more with Cam being out. Coach Tomlin didn't say this, but, man, he got more this past week with then Adams going out. So, um, but he's he's just seeing – Coach Tomlin you know, went on and on, basically seeing more and more of, of him every game, even, even more growth from Benton. Uh, then he was asked about uh, the fourth quarter. You know, lots have been made out of Kenny Pig the fourth quarter, but look at the fourth quarter defense. And you know, at least points allowed in any quarter this this year. Um, the the amount of takeaways, things. That's the way the question was framed, and it was asked about what about his fourth quarter defense. He's like, they they do their jobs. He kind of wanted them to not. He's like, was kind of didn't even want that pointed out. Is what he said. He's like, um, he's like, and I expect them to do their jobs because they're the older, more experienced unit. So made a made a. Made sure he got that in there because sometimes Coach Tomlin does send some messages with what he says in his press conference. Uh, was asked about Dan Moore at left tackle versus right tackle, and he's like, he is significantly better at left than right. That's what Coach Tomlin said about Dan Moore. So that's why it's been, if they're going with someone else at right, it's going to be Roderick Jones. That's Coach Tomlin didn't say that. That's the byproduct of what he was saying. But even Coach Tomlin said Dan Moore is significantly better at left than at right. And the last question, um, uh, does Quan Alexander, you know, give you what, what you need to, in order to replace Holcomb? He's like, yeah, he, he gives us what we need there at that position. And like I said, rather than having three three players playing two spots now, we're having two players play two spots. And that was it. That was the press conference. So there you go. We are back at it. Regular week, third of three home games in a row with the Steelers taking on the Packers. I'm excited for this one. I'm excited to get back into, into a regular week, You know, get to the injury reports, all that good stuff. So as you know, our regular um, lineup of podcasts will be coming at you this week. Make sure you check them out. Also make sure you check it out at steelcurtnetwork.com um, for all the work that we have going on there at the editorial side. Whew. Yeah, let's stack some wins here, Steelers. Let's let's see if they can come out here. Last I saw, they're about a you know the typical three point home favorite against the Packers. Um, let's not just get the win. Let's see improvement. Let's see the Steelers. This is this mini buy this week. I'm sorry, this year was the the week that the Steelers were on buy last year, and out of the buy, they you really started to see some growth of the team. I thought you even started to see it on Thursday night. Let's see if you continue to see some growth with this team. Um, see, not just getting the wins, because they've done a nice job of setting themselves up with five wins out of, in eight games so far. But can they can they get improved play to a point that they could actually be someone who can make some noise down the road? 
We'll see. That's why we got to tune in. I'm ready to go. So there it is. And as I always say, to close these out, go Steelers.